Welcome to Central Line, the AHA podcast. This is the official podcast of the American Animal Hospital Association, dedicated to simplifying the journey towards excellence in veterinary medicine for every member of the veterinary team. Here's your host, Dr. Katie Berlin. Welcome back to Central Line. We're on site here at AHA Con 2023, the very first AHA Con in San Diego. And it's the end of the last day. And she's been talking for <laughs> two solid days, if not long, probably longer, but at least the last two solid days. Dr. Nicole Bruno, welcome back to Central Line. It's so Thank good to have you. you. Thank you so much for having me. I hope my voice makes it. But, um, <laughs> it, it forgive it for not if it doesn't. Well, we'll keep the conversation brief this time and give your voice a break. But I'm just really excited to catch up with you um, because BlendVet, you know, um, last time you were on with with Janine, Dr. Janine Irvin Smith, um, your COO, uh, and the two of you were on at Connexity last year, and um, so much has happened with BlendVet so since then. Um, so I just wanted to get caught up and see uh, what you wanted to share about where BlendVet is, what you need, what the AHA community and the community that's listening and watching the Central Line needs to know and what they can do if they want to get involved. Um, you just had a Pathway event yesterday, and I want to hear about that. So that's it. I want to hear what you're up to. <laughs> oh, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, we're ready. So, I mean, this year has been a whirlwind. Like, since I yeah. saw you in Nashville last year, um, Blend has been able to do so much, and it's a great thing for me right now. I just feel very fulfilled. Um, one of the things to your point is is our pathway development programs, which are so near and dear to me because they're just an event that brings so much joy to be able to do something that I wanted when I was 12 years old mm -hmm. and to be able to see myself in vet med, but also have experiences. So to be able to partner with AHA and be able to do our second event in another city and really engage with students that would have never had this opportunity would just brought so much joy. And then just seeing my friends, my colleagues, even my younger sister, um, be a part of this event and watching them just engage with students. It mm -hmm. just, it's such, I love the vet community. Like we're always for each other, with each other, and really willing to to stand together and do really good work. And so that was the pathway event yesterday. We worked with um, a school that is 95% Latinx mm -hmm. and it's called Logan Memorial Educational Campus. And it's a school that starts at six weeks actually and goes wow. and their goal is to eventually go to 12th grade and right now they are at 10th grade so every year they'll be adding a new you know class year um and the students were just they just soaked everything mm -hmm. up yesterday and they were asking us you know are you coming back um you know some of the younger students we were outside in the rain when does it rain yeah, in San Diego? Yeah, it was San Diego, and yesterday was totally bizarre. It was like, I should have known because when they said, it's let's do it outside, I'm like, it, what if it rains? Because where I'm from, it can rain at right. any point. And they're like, it never rains here. And that was the end of it. Kiss so, death, yeah. you know, we but we made it. <laughs> and the kids, you know, they always remind you that some of the things we stress out about, they could care less about. And so we were able to still, the show went on. We had tents. We did our um, surgery station, emergency station, general practice, nutrition, and shelter medicine. And they rotated through all of those stations. But also because this school has a unique opportunity to get to younger students, we partnered with um, a couple of our colleagues to go into the classrooms and they were able to experience just 
more of a classroom type career day presentation. Mm-hmm. So in total, we touched 250 students yesterday. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, it was great. And I've seen some of the video and photos on social media, and it looks like they are just having a blast. They like fun. I watched, yeah, with them all in their surgery caps, like their bouffant caps. Some of them and, kept it on all day. I, I, they went through that. surgery, and I was like, guys, you know, you could take it off. Like, <laughs> we're, you know, technically, you shouldn't be doing CPR with your surgical cap and gown. You're not sterile. Like, they're like, no, it's cool. We're going to keep it on. And I'm like, you know what? If that's your, and sometimes in vet med, we wear caps and gowns and yep. we're doing yep. CPR. So you never could, know. You never know. But um, the other part that made us all laugh at the end is we do a closing ceremony and we give them a certificate for participating in the day. And as they were coming up, they look so tired from the day. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, are you tired? And they're like, yes, so tired. I'm like, welcome to vet, man. <laughs> we're tired too. That's so yeah, we, we're training them in all capacities. I, I think that's fantastic. And they should know it's tiring, but you're tired at the end of the day having done good work yeah. and that seems like they really they really understood that and they felt did. it um, and you had a really dynamite crew working with you of volunteers yesterday the best people like people that I've um, fortunately partnered with in the past so they mm-hmm. kind of know the expectations and and bring that energy to to kind of ignite the students you know because students can be shy that age group is you know, sometimes feeding off of each other's vibes and, you know, but they, once you get past that yeah. and they get engaged with what we're trying to show them, their their personalities come out. And I got many hugs yesterday, just really, they just show so much appreciation. And I think what I love working with students the most is, is that they remind you of why you wanted to be a vet. Mm-hmm. And so often, you know, we have really bad days in vet med where we question why we're still in this profession. But when you see and talk to a student that thinks what you're doing is amazing, it just it changes your perspective mm-hmm. just like that. It, and so I think that these are just unique opportunities to remind us, even at a conference or even if we're doing it just on another day. Like I always get re-energized when I work with students of all ages, um, even vet students. When I go to vet schools and talk to them, like they're yeah, they remind me of why I'm in it. Yeah, uh, and. I totally see that in the faces in the pictures that I saw. Like the volunteers are just glowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just because I don't want to forget to ask, but like somebody who's listening or watching and they're like, I want to do that. Like I want to be a volunteer because you can just easily feel how much joy that brings everybody involved. Um, what do they do? So do so for now, right now, we have a couple of pathway pro- projects that we're working on trying to you know mm-hmm. kind of finalize so usually the best way is to stay connected with us on linkedin or instagram um, at blend.vet and on instagram we're blend.vet as well so usually when we are going to do an event we make a formal announcement we ask for volunteers where qr codes are starting to be circulated so that you can sign up and that gives us a way to connect with you sometimes people do contact us just to say like hey whenever there is one we want to be the first to know um and so we we usually remember those people Mm -hmm. but i'm not going to promise that as we get busier that i'm going to remember everyone so i just say the best thing to do is keep watching us because once we send out that code then we're starting the list of people that can want to be a part of our programs but i also just want to tell the community like 
Well, I would love for people to partner with us and do this. This is also something that you can also do on your own. And that's why, you know, even having this presentation with Dr. Courtney Campbell earlier, you know, we talked about like just little things that we all can do mm -hmm. to just give back to schools. We don't have to wait for this big event um, because the impact can be just showing up and reading a book to a kindergarten class, you know, mm -hmm. or having career day um, at a school. But I, I remind everyone that sometimes the schools that are, in need the most are not the schools that are necessarily in our neighborhood or in the neighborhoods of our hospitals. So to remember that, that there are students that are underrepresented in this, prof well, in this profession and that we, that's our opportunity to, to give back to those schools. I love that. Um, and shout out to Dr. Sharice Roth, who has written two books that are spectacular examples of books that you could read to a class. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I we actually brought her book to yeah. our classroom presentations. We had little boxes. And this is something that anybody can do, you know, mm -hmm. just start a box of just maybe get like some of the models that you don't use in practice anymore and put that in there. Like the kids were so in mesmerized by the skulls that yeah. we had or just some of these older models One of the of, hearts with the heartworms in exactly. it <laughs> like and you just put that and you create like a little box and then that way when you think you have time for a career day then it's just all packed up but it's also something that you can keep in your lobby so that when students come for your appointments they can pick it up and explore but you know for me it these events are always just so impactful because we're able to really spend that one-on-one -on -one time with the yeah. students um, and that sometimes can get lost if you're just in a just doing a classroom presentation with like 30 40 students but you know I think whatever we do it's just it's take a step and that's a step in a positive direction do you think that you'll ever do these events sort of franchise them you know so like I a group that, that where you're not involved you don't have to be there but somebody else spearheads that effort so that you can sort of multiply them that would actually be one of the visions that I would love to have because like even yesterday, um, the school asked like, can you come back? When mm -hmm. can you do this? And while I would love to, there's so much involved with coordinating the faculty sometimes and mm -hmm. flying to San Diego or anywhere else. And so my goal with my programs is always to try to find the local mm -hmm. community to help support the event. So that way the connections are with them. Yeah. And I'm there, but not, I don't need to be there for the next one. So yeah, even if San Diego wanted us to come back in December, that's not really realistic for me to be right. like, I'm coming back, you know, right. but nice some as of, that would be, <laughs> as nice as, as it would be, but you know, we had an opportunity to introduce them to some veterinarians that mm -hmm. live in the San Diego area that live in the LA area that it's not as much of a burden for them to come back and so our hope my hope is once um, we start getting some of the um, photographs and everything that we can follow up with the school um, one of the things we're doing next week is we're doing a parent program mm -hmm. so that this parents can learn how to support their students in vet med and to me that's always important because you know your village is such a support system for you as you're navigating the different stages getting into vet school so we feel like the parents need to know like even in sixth grade this is ways and opportunities that you can support your child there might be programs that yes you may have to drive 45 minutes to but that's a way to keep your student engaged so that they stay in the pathway so yeah. um you know having those that local support means that yes we could franchise it they don't need me they can still do the the actual pathway event. So that's my hope. Love it. This AHA podcast is brought to you by Care Credit. Care Credit understands that all veterinary teams are busier than ever. 
To help patients get the care they need, the Care Credit Health and Pet Care Credit Card allows clients to access a budget-friendly financing experience anytime from anywhere on their own smart device. They can learn, see if they pre-qualify, apply, and even pay if approved, all on that smart device. With just a tap, they have a friendly, contactless way to pay over time for the services and treatments their pet needs, whether it be a general, referring, or specialty hospital, as long as they accept the Care Credit credit card. So far, what you've dreamed has just exploded. So I really hope that continues to happen and that we see these popping up all over the place with your kind of like army of people who are out there just making stuff happen. Yes. Um, because you definitely have that power. Like you talking to you makes me feel like we can get stuff done. You know what I mean? Well, thank you. So I, you've got that. I, w- I wish my children felt the same. Yeah. <laughs> get stuff done. Can't we it's clean our like room? That like, it's never like that. I have no power at home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember giving piano lessons to the kid next door because they, their, um, her mom couldn't get her to practice. Of course not. You know, and I just sat there. Like, I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, but she would practice in front of me for $2 an hour. It's my first job. Look, look at you being an entrepreneur. <laughs> right. <at> age. <laughs> um, but it's always like that at home. But out here in the veterinary community, you are seen and what you're doing is having such big impact and just inspiring other people to say, like, even me, I know I've been in conversations where it would have been very easy to not be the one to speak up and say, no, I'm not sure that that's the way we need to do that thing. And because of you and a lot of the people that you, that you talk to and with and work with on BlendVet, it is because of you that I've gotten braver about saying things in rooms where I am privileged enough to be and others who can't speak up for themselves are not there yet. And that is a true gift. I thank you so much for saying that. So, I mean, you know, it definitely the vulnerability to do that and even to speak on that topic is is challenging mm-hmm. at, at times. But I think that, you know, for myself, I I know that that's the first step is being vulnerable and yeah. even just saying, like, I don't have all the answers. Like, I feel yeah. like sometimes I'm like. Right. People expect you to like solve uh, the problem. Yeah. I, and I, well, I'm always like, I'm not, I don't have every answer. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is that I also know that we're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very grateful for the the team that I have that I've worked with. I never imagined this time last year where we would be this year. And I credit so much to Blend to those people that are on my team because they're just as passionate about this work yeah. and we feed off of each other yeah. and I I just love them so much and I'm grateful for them every day. But yeah, we've, we're doing so much other things mm-hmm. in the land of just educational training yeah. and it's been um, very rewarding to see uh, an idea, a concept that I almost didn't pursue. And I think sometimes I, when I think back on like just that, decision that made me say, all right, let me give it a go. I'm very humbled and sometimes emotional because there's times where you get that no or you doubt yourself Mm -hmm. and self-doubt is so real. And there were times that I probably wouldn't have pursued it, but the no happened. And I said, well, I'm going to then do blend. And then then you you pause because you're like, it's hard. And then the no happens again. And you're like, well, then this is my calling. And I it just kept going. And But again, there's been so many people that have helped when I had those moments of self-doubt to just keep pushing or just saying, let's do it together. And you're some, if you want to go far, go, you know, yeah. what is that saying? Like, if you want to go far, go alone. But if you want to go 
but you want to go far or go, go together. together. And yeah. that's the thing. Like you can't really go fast in this space. Yeah. And that's the one thing that as an impatient person. Oh, same, same, same. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. was very humbling. But you know, the further part requires the people. Yeah. And that's why we are where we are today. Yeah. The village as um, Dr. Provenza calls it. Correct. And uh, you have a heck of a village. So I do. I'm grateful. Well, Dr. Nicole Bruno, thank you so much for coming by again at thank the you. end of this very long oh, couple of days. I, you know I love seeing you. Yeah. You. <laughs> Same. Um, always, always a pleasure. And um, we are really excited to see what you do next. Stay tuned. Be there to help. Thank you. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. We'll catch you next time on Central Line. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Central Line, the AHA podcast. If you love what you hear, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. For more resources to help you simplify your journey towards excellence in veterinary medicine, we invite you to visit aha.org. That's A-A-H-A dot O-R-G.